0: Hey guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining our Emerge 2020 podcast, your daily inspiration to enhance your faith journey. This Lenten season, we hope you will become closer to God, choose to live a faith-centered life, surround yourself with a community of believers, and pick yourself up when you fall and choose to keep going. Enjoy the journey and prepare to emerge strengthened. We are on day two of the Best Lent Ever journey in Emerge 2020. Um, I look forward to sharing today God's unconditional love for us. Um, Oftentimes, God's love for us is even more than we love ourselves. Uh, So as we begin this morning, we want to start in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father of all life, teach us how to live life to the fullest. Give us the courage to choose the best version of ourselves in each and every moment of our days, and allow our friendship and example to lead others to experience what it means to be fully alive. In the name of the Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. All right, welcome everyone. So we hear about the Saint Walter um, in here. If you're like me, hadn't ever heard of him before, but I could easily relate to him as they talked in the book about... His love as a father for his child and how he never really felt that unconditional love like he does uh, for a child. And I get it. I know our children often um, test us to our limits, but that unconditional love that no matter, excuse me, um, no matter what our children do, we continue to love them unconditionally. And that is like God's love for us. So, As we reflect today on the gospel readings in that chapter 2 of Rediscover the Saints, I wanted to think about, have you ever allowed yourself to rest in God's love? And today I'm going to share a little story with you about my faith journey and how I did this, not knowing that it was happening at the time necessarily. But looking back now, I can easily reflect on that. So, um... Think about a time that you might have been needing to sit and reflect on God's love for you um, and take that patience and time and quietness. I know we live in a very busy, crazy, full of sound kind of world and we're being pulled in so many different directions. However, when we sit in God's love and sit in that quietness with him, that's when we're able to reconnect with God. So I'll tell you about this story. Uh, This starts back in June of 2015. Um, I was living in DeWitt at the time with our family, um, with our three children and my husband John. He was a veterinarian at DeWitt Veterinary Clinic and I had a good job uh, and was very involved in the community. And two years prior to this, we had moved to DeWitt. Um, John had graduated vet school and we were ready to settle down, to start our family, to plant our roots, and to make our life in DeWitt in Eastern Iowa. But unfortunately at the time, um, we didn't really have much family there. Um, we got to know a lot of people. We got to be friends with so many wonderful people and, and many who are um, a part of this journey as well. Uh, but in June of 2015, we not only found out that my mother-in-law had pancreatic cancer, but also John was recruited to go work for AMVC. And AMVC is located in Audubon and Manning, um, so you can probably predict the rest of the story. But um, in June, he had been asked to, um, come to for us to move to Western Iowa, and John had always wanted to be closer to home. And I always had a fondness for Western Iowa, and specifically Carroll County, uh, because my mom grew up here. I had lived with my grandma uh, for a summer and enjoyed working in Carroll um, and living with her. And I had this special connection to Carroll County. And so I always thought, you know, someday it would be neat to work there and live in Carroll County. I just felt like I had that, that strong connection there. And so having known John's mom's diagnosis, uh, you know, it would have been natural for me to think, yes, let's move. Let's let's uproot our family. Let's move there. Because, you know, we had looked at Manning previously and considered, yes, this would be a great place to raise our family and to um, to be professionals uh, in the community as well. But that wasn't really how my mind went <laughs> in that in those conversations in June. Um I had already gotten involved in the community. John had liked his job, I liked my job, and so I I thought to myself, why now? Why after we had made these decisions, had had we we bought a house that we got so involved in the community, would we have to move? Well, it would take an entire year and a half before we actually moved. Um, John was in a contract, and so that was part of the reason that we had to wait But for that entire next year, we could not tell anyone that we would be moving. Not our families, not our closest friends, no one. And I'll tell you that was the hardest time of my life because uh, we had to go on continuing to live the life that we were living um, and act like nothing was going to change and act like nothing was going to be different um, and that we simply were enjoying this community. Um, And we were, and we loved that year and a half that we got extra, my bonus time, I I get to say. Um, But during that time, you know, as I told you before, my faith in God was extremely strong and I'm very fortunate for that because not everybody starts out at the same point that I was at that point in time. But still, yet yet I had that faith and guidance um, for myself and for others. I still questioned whether or not um, this was the right move for us. I knew I wanted to get closer to my mother-in-law and be there to help take care of her. I knew that I wanted to start my own business, and this would be the perfect chance to be able to do that. But I also didn't want to start new again. We had already done that once in Ames. We had already done that once in DeWitt, and this would require us to uproot our family once again and to do that again. So every single Sunday and every single day, I would pray to God and say, God, tell me the right thing. right answer tell me what i should be doing give me the right answer and tell us what's right for our family and quite honestly i felt like i heard nothing every single sunday i would prepare for church i would go sit at mass and i would say please speak to me in in the gospel please tell me the answers and if you know me i'm kind of a person who likes to have things taken care of right away i'm not a patient person the joke always was John's a veterinarian. He has patience. Shelley doesn't have patience. Shelly is a go-getter, and I do, 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 go fast, 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 and get things done. Kind of like my decision to start this Bible study, uh, that not only do I just get things done, but I do it quickly, and I make sure it gets done right and done well. But this wasn't my plan. This wasn't my plan for us to up and move and uproot our family from DeWitt. It was God's plan, and little did I know that he had way better plans for us um, than I could have ever imagined, and at the time, you know, I really struggled with that decision. I began to get frustrated with my marriage. I began to question that. I questioned, do I really need to move my family, uproot my family, take our kids to a new new school? They didn't have a, a Catholic school in Manning. And so I questioned, should we be doing this? No, there's nothing more that Olivia loves, loves than to go to school and to have faith as part of her school day. We would really struggle with that. And even though I could find some light, I could see that we could be closer to family. John's brother and sister-in-law lived here in Manning, and so we could be closer to them. Our kids could be close to their cousins. Uh, we were Then closer to a lot of John's family, his extended family and his immediate family. And we would be closer to my mom's side of the family. She grew up in Carroll County. We'd only be a half an hour from where she grew up. And a lot of our family, um, my my side of the family, was from this area in Omaha. And we'd even be an hour closer to my parents and, and to be closer to them. And so I knew deep down that it was the right thing but I still couldn't allow myself to accept it. Um, Things were going really well into it. I loved my, my life that I had there and all of that, but I did know deep down that we were made for more. And so that's why I continued to pray to God and say, God, please answer my prayers. Tell me what I need to do. And I can look back now and probably see that he probably was speaking to me in those readings and in the gospel each Sunday, but I'm, I'm too bold German girl. (laughs) And I couldn't listen. Um, I couldn't open my mind up broad enough to listen to God's love for me, to listen to the plans that he had for me. And therefore I continued to struggle every single week. Um, And I would talk to friends and complain about my marriage. And I would complain about um, this, that, and the other, but I could not talk about what was really going on and the fact that we would have to move. And I had one friend who sat me down and when I was complaining about this and she said, Shelly, there's nothing more worth fighting for than your marriage. In today's world, um, there are so many things pulling us in different directions and trying to tell us that, oh, just give up. Just move on. Just start afresh. Just do what you need to do. You're, you're strong. You're confident. So she could have told me to go on and do what I'm passionate about and follow my dreams and and follow my passions, but I, but she didn't. And she said, do what is best for you, but know that God has greater plans for you. And, and that just kind of hit me. Um, and it's not typical for friends to tell you what you don't want to hear. And I think that's the hardest thing to do sometimes when we when we hear our friends or family members complaining, we kind of just jump on that board, uh, on board with them and and kind of feed into that complaint um, and feed into that. But honestly, sometimes we need to just find that quiet place with God, to find that quiet time with him, to connect with him on a deeper level, as opposed to just listening to our own mindset and to listening to our own own. Um, personal feelings about what we should be doing and what we want for our life because as many of you know I'm very driven I do have goals I set forth those goals and I follow those and carry those out but it is hard to listen to God at times and to be open to what his plans are so for that entire next year I was not in a good place Um, I still had friends I still carried out my daily life If you ask any of the friends that I had, they probably wouldn't have known that much was going on. It was just typical Shelly, and she was doing her normal everyday life, right? Well, it wasn't until June 2nd of 2016, almost exactly a year later, and that date actually happened to be our anniversary. And I was out for a run that morning, beautiful morning, out for a run, and throughout this entire run, I kept have, having the saying, for I have greater plans for you, says the Lord, going through my head. And I knew this was a Bible verse and it kept, it was the strongest I have ever heard. that It kept saying, for I have greater plans for you, says the Lord. And obviously what was on my mind was I was running. And so as I was on this run, I was thinking to myself, I've already committed to running a half marathon. That's more than I could have ever done in my entire life. I was not a runner. I was not somebody who uh, was athletic by any means. And so I felt like by committing to running a half marathon, I have greater plans for you. And I'm thinking to myself, God, I I do not have it in me to run a marathon. That is not something I have a desire to do at all. And so I kept having that, that feeling, for I have greater plans for you, says the Lord. I'm like, stop, really? Okay, I hear you, God, whatever these plans are. Okay, I'm open, I'm listening. So I get home and I'm getting ready in the morning and um, John happened to be brushing his teeth and um, for whatever reason, he walked out into our sunroom, which is a ways from our bedroom bathroom, okay? And he's out brushing his teeth in our sunroom and he says, Shelly, come out here. There's a turtle in our backyard. I'm like, what? So as you can imagine, like most of us do when our spouse gets all excited about something that seems uh, minuscule. Um, I said, what are you talking about, John? Seriously, a turtle in our backyard. I'm sure it's just a rock. So I walk out there and, you know, I've got my wet hair, but I'm all dressed up, ready for work, except for not doing my hair yet. And we go out there traipsing through the wet grass because it's a dewy morning. And sure enough, there is a turtle, I kid you not, this big, bigger than my head. It was humongous full of mud in the back of our yard in the middle of town. I'm thinking, what in the world is this? Why is there this humongous turtle in our backyard? And John says, well, maybe it's an omen. And I said, oh, what, like slow and steady wins the race? And I kind of said it jokingly, and he didn't say anything. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, Shelley, you should be nice to him, this is your anniversary. You should try to be nice to John just this one day just this one day you've not been very nice to him for the past entire year you know you should you should give him a chance here and and he didn't say anything and so I jokingly said or watch out or a snapper might bite you in the ass and he said well I was trying to think of something more positive than that and I said well I'm just saying you know so I was kind of quiet And as we're walking back up to the house, he says, well, maybe we should go get the kids. Maybe we should wake them up and bring them out here. And I'm thinking, okay, whatever. One more thing on this morning where we're trying to rush around and get ready. So as we're walking up to the house, um, so we go in, get the kids. We're coming back out. And as we're walking back up to the house with the kids, he said, oh, Shelly, do you remember that song? That song we sing to you, Shelly the Sea Turtle? Okay, I encourage you guys to Google this. I'll link to it in the comments here a little bit later. There's this song on YouTube called Shelly the Sea Turtle. It is the most ridiculous song you have ever heard and I dare you to listen to the entire thing. Okay, so this song is a guy standing with his shirt off in a baby pool playing a guitar <laughs> and he's standing there saying Shelly the Sea Turtle and it's so stupid, but so funny. And for those of you who know John, he is quite the character. He is a graving. Gravings like to joke around all the time. In this, you know, when John usually says this, I'm thinking, oh gee, oh brother, are you really going there today? And so yes, he did. Um, and he said that so we had to get the computer out. We had to listen to this song again and I'm sitting here, oh brother, one more day with this man. Okay, whatever. So as I'm sitting there, finishing getting ready, taking the kids to school, I just have this constant thought in my head. For I have greater plans for you, says the Lord. And this turtle, this huge turtle in my backyard. Well, that later that afternoon, I had a call set up with my friend Samantha. Samantha owns a business, uh, a marketing business called Zayo 525, and I'll share the rest of her story later. But to share how this is all coming together, I thought, you know what? Maybe I need to look and see what the meaning of a turtle is. So I just did what everybody does. I Googled, what's the meaning of a sea turtle? So I did, and what came of that next was the most amazing story that I could ever tell you. I finally realized that God had greater plans for me, and he finally realized that this strong-headed German Um, who isn't going to listen to anybody but herself, unfortunately, needed another sign from God. So I believe that God was opening up my mind that morning for for I have greater plans for you, says the Lord, and that he brought this turtle to my backyard so that that he could say, Shelly, stop for once and listen. Know that I truly do have greater plans for you. And what I have prepared for you, I'm going to get all emotional here, is greater than you could ever imagine. And from that day forward, and for that next six months, I was prepared to move, that I was ready to move our family, and that I knew that it was up to me to make that decision, but it depended on my faith and trust in God. And I'll tell you, there's been a lot of things come into my life in the past three years since those moments happened that I... In, in my previous mindset, I would not have been open to. The thought of being a CCD teacher, the thought of being the faith formation director at a Catholic church when I grew up Lutheran and didn't know a lot about the Catholic church. All of those things, even moving, even starting my business, gaining a client, losing a client, um, having um, health situations in our family, all of those things I could have taken and it could have steered me in the wrong direction. But I knew after that day that if God had the audacity to come to my house to deliver this turtle to me, um, that there were greater plans. I just needed to trust in his plan. So if you find time, even though if it's not on your personal time and it doesn't fit with your schedule, know that God does have greater plans for your life. And it requires us to spend some quality time with him, to have that peace and quiet with With him in our daily lives okay so during those next six months it wasn't until July 15th that we could actually start telling people Um, but for that next month and a half um, of preparing to tell people we could get our ducks in a row that I could start to envision what my business would look like that we could start to look for a house and acreage here in Manning that we can start to come together, back together as a family and work together on this. Um, And so I think it's with only God's guidance and blessing and his trust in him that we've gotten to where we're at today. Um, Why God chose me, I don't know. (laughs) Do I deserve any of this? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But I guess I do, and you do too. And know that God's plans for you are incredible. More than I could ever share with you or convince you of, Um, But know that God's plan for you is greater than you can ever imagine. If you can find some time today to find peace with him, some quiet time with him today in the next 40 days, maybe it'll take a year. Maybe it'll take the next five years. Sorry, I'm emotional, guys. I haven't told this story in over a year now, and so I didn't realize it was going to hit me this way, but sometimes that's how it happens. Um, but I'm so fortunate to be able to be on the other side of this story, to see how those, that that, um, those events in my life have come together uh, for the better, um, and I can use those things to help make an impact on others' lives. So I hope that you continue to have hope and a faith and trust in God that His grace will be incredible for you. And so as we begin to close, I realize I'm way over time here, way overdue here. So. Um, remember that um, I'm no longer questioning the what ifs and whether God is truly there because during that time, I truly questioned every single day. God, are you there? Are you listening to me? I'm talking to you every single day for an entire year. Why aren't you answering my prayers? But he was, but it was in his time. So as we close today, I wanna close in prayer here. Remember that this is always in God's, plan, in God's plan and God's time. And for I have greater plans for you, says the Lord. Trust in that and trust in God's grace. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Father of all creation, show us the power of your love in new and special ways today. Open your hearts and minds to receive your love in all of the ways you want to share it with us. And allow your love to flow through us to others so that by knowing us, they might come to know you and your love just a little bit more. So everyone, I hope you have a wonderful day. May it be a blessed day. God bless and share God's love with others today. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the journey and are preparing to Emerge Strengthened. As I sign off for today, God bless and enjoy your day.